One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. Welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical as Fuck. Today we're talking with Sal from Improbable Reality. Sal is a master magician at making malas and one of my closest and dearest friends that I've ever, ever had the pleasure of knowing. Thank you so much for being here, Sal. It is such a pleasure to talk to you. And you're actually officially the first guest on the Metaphysical Yay! Tech Podcast. <laughs> it feels so right. <laughs> yes. So um, I've had a lot of people ask questions about malas and what they are and what, you know, what they kind of encompass and what they're for. So can you tell us what actually, like what brought you to making malas and why you feel so called to create such beautiful masterpieces. Yes. So the mala traditionally has been used very similarly to a Catholic rosary. So in Catholicism, we were given a certain number of, uh, you know, Hail Marys or different assignments to, to repeat and they use the beads to count. And it's the same in Buddhism. Um, so we use 108 beads, which is uh, used across many religions, but most specifically relates to the 108 sins and the 108 steps that we walk as humans. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper, you can go into huge rabbit holes with how 108 is reflected in sacred geometry, in the cosmos, in the distance between the earth and the moon and the sun. Um, but I use mine most directly to chant mantras or prayers and to keep track. And one of the reasons why I was drawn to making crystal malas specifically was that I noticed that quiet moments of meditation were really difficult for me. I wasn't someone that could just sit down in the corner with my legs crossed. And Same. <laughs> yes, it's 2019, we have a lot of distractions. So the crystals brought me into my spiritual place and I had this unique revelation of all the different ways that we can channel and tune in with Mother Earth, not using a textbook or not having to seek out a teacher or pay for some kind of retreat, but just sit with it. So something that used to be really hard or difficult for me to just sit with something became my calling. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. And I, I very much resonate with 
not so much not being able to quiet the mind, but being like, oh, I can't just sit down and just not do anything. Like I was very drawn to Kundalini specifically because of the chanting and the singing. And I was like, I can get down with this. I can really get into a state of awareness with chanting and that's specifically what I use mine for is I'll sit there before I go to sleep or anytime during the day when contrast comes up and I'm just like okay here we go let's you know (laughs) let's start chanting with them um I think that's really interesting about the 108 I think that's something that everybody's really going to definitely dive into um because I didn't even realize um how informative that is like when you just start talking about the sun and the moon and the distance and the sacred geometry of it like it's really like I've heard said before that like God is mathematics Mm. and I was just like ooh, I really really like that (laughs) because if there's one thing that is in the universe that you can't deny it's the math of everything it's the way that things are so put (laughs) together so I really like that um I was a total English nerd. I was really into reading and into poems and writing. And my mom, whenever, you know, I was crying because I didn't understand math in middle school, she would say numbers are your friends. And it sounds so lame, but that's like now my best friend group is like, I will find these patterns when I'm designing malas. And we work with threes, we work with nines, which is the sacred repeating number. Mm -hmm. And we just have so many different ways to play with the 108. Yeah, it's very fun. Yes. Um, what's your favorite mala that you've made in the past? Let's say, because I know you've probably made like, I know everyone you make, you're probably just like, oh my God, I love this one so much. Um, do you ever make a mala and you're just like, I can't, this one's for like, this one has to be for me. Or do you make a mala and you're like, I don't know who this is going to go to, but I know this is going to someone. Mm, I didn't see this question coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can choose a favorite, right? I'm like a foster mom. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> all and they're all equally important to me. Uh, something that's come up recently that's been super special for me has been making malas for weddings. Uh, so I've had a couple weddings this year already where the couple will exchange malas in lieu for wedding bands. Um, so two of my favorite ladies got married and they didn't want to add anything to their engagement rings. And so the um, gentleman who officiated them talked about the crystals. He talked about the union of the mala, how every single knot is this infinity symbol. And so with their union, they got their malas and that was really special for me. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Couple goals. Couple goals. Yes. Amazing. That is so, oh, that's so beautiful. That's so wonderful. And to know the symbolism that it takes to, so can you tell everybody what, when you make a mala, you're not just like putting beads on a string and then just tying them like together at the back, like a regular necklace would be. Can you tell people what the process is of making the mala or how, like you said, you have the 108 beads. What's the process? Like, do you use certain string and do you set an intention with each mala before you make it? Yes. So one of my absolute favorite things to do is work directly with clients. And I have a whole long questionnaire uh, with different questions that I want people to take what they like and leave what doesn't resonate. So I'll ask you about what's going on in your life. Uh, A lot of times people might have um, some personal health issues or some concerns in their professional lives, or maybe they're trying to strengthen um, a, a personal skill. 
And so those usually help me dictate what stones I choose. Um, sometimes people just like to choose their favorite colors and that's fine too. And otherwise I work a lot with the chakra system. Um, so in Sanskrit, chakra means wheel. And what we're looking at are these different energy centers or wheels, as I know you talk, you talk about in podcasts. <laughs> and we get to uh, assign a different color to each chakra. And that is very similar with the crystals. Um, and then when I design, I use a board. Um, it's pretty simple. It has a way for me to lay out my pattern so that I can see it before I string it. And that is where I really get nerdy with all of the numbers. <laughs> yes. um, I like to use different kinds of metal, different kinds of wood with the crystal, depending on the client. And then when I choose string, it's um, mostly to complement the crystals. So that's probably the last thing I choose. And then as far as knotting it goes, um, like you were saying with Kundalini, one of these really beautiful, magical effects is when we're singing, when we're chanting, when we're breathing. So at the core of this, as you know, one of my biggest spiritual missions is to get everyone to think about their breathing and that has been hand in hand with nodding crystals for me because if I'm not paying attention and I'm not present I mess up a knot for sure right and there's no way in hell that you can make 108 knots without being super in tune with your breath and your present moment so more than anything, I'm singing to my crystals. I'm repeating the words that my clients use in their questionnaire and just loving on them like you would a plant or like you would an, a pet or a child. And in that way, they get charged up with all this love and intention that I put in them. Oh my gosh, I can 100% attest to the love and the intention that goes into your malas. I think the first mala that I had from you, it seems like it was an eternity ago. Right? Lifetimes. Literally like dimensions, (laughs) lifetimes ago. And and I think I'm pretty sure that she was like, she had a jade pendant and she was like green adventuring. Mm. And I was just, I was obsessed with it. And some of my like older photos and a lot of my um, photos on my Instagram that are from like last year or the year before there's that's beautiful just like she was so bright and so green and it literally was like healing my heart for sure I can (laughs) literally feel it every time I put it on and the one that I just got from you recently has um rotocrosite on it and that's a crystal that I've literally been trying to like get into my life and I have a really good friend named Izzy and she's always talking about rotocrosite and I was just like oh my gosh I want her I want rotocrosite like I want her and then you just happen to be like oh hey by the way like this amazing that I'm sending you is pink quartz and strawberry quartz and rotocrosite and the fluorite and I'm 100% as soon as I put it on and just felt like very heart-centered very like it's like on the on the and every single mala that you like send and you make comes with like this beautiful like complimentary paper that just like tells about it and it's just like I even keep like I don't throw things away but that's something that I like keep by the altar is the little paper that like you wrote of like what it is and where it comes from you know what's on it and it just like it resonates so much so I deeply deeply love that um thank you for mentioning that because I've talked to other jewelers and other mala makers and how they do their process and you know I have a friend of mine that I taught how to make like teach Amanda fish 
and hoagies for life. Like <laughs> right. I do this with necklaces all the time. Right. I'm like, you should make a mala if you love them so much. And now you can make them. And we spread crystals around the world and it's beautiful. Um, but she was like, well, what do I say about it when she was selling some of her first necklaces? And I was like, girl, that's like the number one chance for you to be you. Like, what do you yeah. feel in these stones and how do they relate to the potential buyer? Like think in your mind, who really wants this? Who really benefits from this? And then, you know, pardon my chicken scratch. I write those with like, <laughs> you know, no intention of them being kept on altars, but thank you <laughs> because th those words are truly from the heart. And you love this. I mean, I looking at you wearing it, it's like, I wanted the divine feminine to be honored. Like I wanted the the goddess to come in with this one. And you and I aren't pink wearers all the time. Like right. this isn't right. your everyday like driver, but you know, those stones are such, such crowd pleasers. Yes. It was the strawberry full moon when oh, it came to you. Like, yes. It just, it oh, so and sense. it came at <laughs> such the perfect time. Like I had such contrast show up in my life that I was just like, what in the hell is going <laughs> on? And then like, I was like, basically in quarantine for like two days and then came home <laughs> to this and I was just like everything's gonna be fine everything's working out everything is for the better and I checked my mail and this was in the mail and I was just like <laughs> and it was really like me coming into myself and being like I'm super Sagittarius I'm a Sagittarius sun and a Sagittarius like ascending mm -hmm. so like the only grounding I have is my Taurus moon <laughs> and I was really focusing on bringing more of my feminine aspects forward because I am so like brash and as a Sagittarius we don't have any control over <laughs> saying things to people so I was like I need to be less like less masculine in my in my approach and you saying like I really wanted to bring out the goddess I was like made my eyes just like shoot open because I was like that's exactly it's like we were putting out the same thing into the universe <laughs> which we continue to do I just, please keep my radio dialed into you yes <laughs> yes the frequency that I have with you is just unreal have you ever had anybody tell you that your malas have helped them in such a way that like it's brought you to just like you know that this is your calling, but like to just really like reaffirm and be like, oh, just like send you so much love and like confirmation that what you created, like you knew it was going to be so magical, but then they <laughs> made it to be even more magical and shared something with you like that. Yeah, this is like making my hands quiver right now. Like, I <laughs> yes. That like, I'm really excited because I do feel like what I'm offering is unique. But then my inner critic or my ego voice will be like, well, you know, a million people sell them on Etsy. Like, what are you doing that's not so special? Like, people can get malas anywhere. And it's like, no, I really have put a lot into my necklaces and to attracting people that will respect them and use them correctly. Um, and one of the big things that people look to in crystals is protection. And I made a necklace once for a woman who... I kid you not, like should have died in a car crash. And when like the first responders got to the scene, they were shocked that she was even out of the car. Like that's how badly the car was damaged. And as they like took her to the hospital and they were asking her all these questions and like taking all of her vitals and everything. And she really was okay. Like she had a few scrapes, a few yeah. bruises, 
And she just kept saying to them, go get my necklace from the car. And when they went back to the car, the mala was shattered. Oh my God. And like, yeah, you can't make this stuff up. Like wow. uh, an incident that where like she called in her angels, she called in her protection. Like that was all in the mala. And like, as you know, I not them. They don't shatter. Yeah, yeah. When like, mine shattered, I was like, what the hell? I was like, what just happened? Like, My mala broke. And you were like, ooh, the intention is clear. It is set. You are good to go. And it was like, it was massive shifts in my life at that point. I was like, yes, 100%. 100%. Um, I actually have a testimonial from someone who has one of your malas that I wanted to share because it was such a beautiful, such a beautiful share that they did. And they said that Sal's mala brings calming energy every time I wear it. It was given to me by someone very special and has sentimental value to me. It also mysteriously alleviates some of the constant pain I've had in my hips. And I generally feel good and a bit more at ease when I'm wearing it. Do you remember the mala that this person is talking about and your kind of intention when you made it? Yes, it was super special because when I got the information for making this mala, I I just got so giddy because it's, <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And when people, you know, gift with that mindfulness of like, I'm not just going on Amazon and ordering something like this is getting custom made for you. Yeah. So that, that always brings so much joy to my heart. <laughs> yes. It's always, and that's how, and that's how I love, I love giving gifts to people. And especially if it's something that is created, that is like really intentionally with like their love is put into it. And it's like, it's like three, it's like more than just being like, oh, I love you and I want to give you something. It's like, no, I love you and I want you to have something that's going to continue to grow with you and thrive with you. And maybe one day it is going to shatter and break, but then like the work that went into that is just like the work that went into you. And every time you wear it, it's just that work is constantly like, if there's one thing we can't not do, it's we, we have to evolve. Mm. and the mala is like again such a beautiful representation of that cycle of life you know we have no permanence in this entire universe and anything that we think is going to last forever is an illusion and the only thing that we can do is roll with the punches go with the change so when the mala breaks uh which it will I am the first one to admit I don't make these things to last forever because no one does. And it's a it's a really beautiful reminder of the cycle of birth and death, just like every breath we take, just like everything around us. And um, if you know people want to repair their mala, I'll always do it for free for the first restring. I'll add upgrades if people are like, you know, uh, we first made this when I was getting over my dad's passing, but now I'm in a new relationship and I wanted to bring more clarity with our communication. So I can add in a few crystals with that. So it's, it is always fun to revisit old necklaces or some people like to put them on their altars or some people even like to bury their crystals in a plant and that way they still have them in the home and they get to charge the plant. Um, so there's so, so many ways that we can play with these special necklaces. 
that's <laughs> lovely that you said putting them on the altars and burying them because that's specifically what I've done with the beads from my mama that broke the first time is the first one uh, the pieces are on the mala and then the second um the second like two or three little jade pieces that were gone I buried them in oh, like I buried them whenever I, I it's so funny I buried them a year ago when I was in Oregon with the glowing goddess getaway and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I buried them in Oregon and set this really deep intention to be like this is where I'm at now like you just said you were getting like that person was like I'm getting over my father's passing and now I'm in a new relationship like I was going through this huge transformation of being like I'm coming into myself this is who I am this is what I want I know I have this control and I don't have to be afraid of that control being in control and not being afraid of being like it's okay that I'm it's okay that I'm the one that's in charge of my reality. It's I'm. It's okay that I'm creating this reality because this is what I want. This is my dream. This is my, this is my time. Um, so and and I love burying crystals in the earth. And like on Earth Day, that's something that me and my children do for the past eight years. Is we bury crystals in the earth instead of planting trees because yes. we're like let's give the earth back some of what is the earth as well. Yes. Um, so seeding crystals, taking yes. them to special locations, dropping them in clean water, mm -hmm. charging water, uh, you know, reservoirs or rivers or oceans. Uh, you know, we do prayer ceremonies where we throw the, the crystals back into the water and hoping that that water carries those prayers. Yeah. Um, so that's super huge. And I've also, you know, planted crystals in friends' houses. Yes. Like, we live in our van. We travel a ton. We could not do what we're doing without friends. Yeah. And so wherever we go, I always like to hide something. Like yes. maybe in a corner or on a shelf or in a plant usually. Yes. And that's just one of my favorite ways to leave <laughs> a little present. And, you know, I had a, a really, really powerful teacher once tell me, like, I want you to do good things without getting caught. You know, oh, it's like, oh my God, I love the whole that. time we're growing up, everyone's like, if you, you know, do something bad, don't get caught. And she's like, I want you to do good things and not get caught. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Do good things and don't get caught. Yeah. That, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. <laughs> so where can people find you and where can they get a mala from you if they are interested in getting their own magic for now? Lovely. Well, I do have my own website, which is improbablereality.org. I don't have a ton of stock on there right now because like I told you, I love making them specifically for people, but you can email me from that website. And then I'm also really active on Instagram. Um, so if you look at, at improbable reality, um, or you can search the hashtag and there should be lots of happy customers there too. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Sal. It has been such a pleasure to sit here and chat with you about your amazing creations and hear your wonderful insight and your wonderful wisdom that you share. If you guys want to send any questions to Sal, you can email metaphysicalaf at gmail.com and we will pass them along. And thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> One thing Izzy says she loves about listening to the podcast is that it's real. Because yes. you can always hear stuff going on in the background. Because we don't edit, we don't edit these things out. Sometimes you can't edit out. Like sometimes sometimes your kids in the background dropping stuff on the ground, and that's just how it is. That's sometimes life. Sneeze, sometimes the dog is rolling around, all those that's things. That's just life. Thank you guys so much and have a good rest of your day. Love you. Bye. <laughs>